Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The best Orioles coverage. The best Ravens coverage. The best Terps coverage. 105.7 The Fan. Orioles lose 4-3 today. They're back in action. Uh, 4-3 last night. They're back in action today against the Phillies rubber match for three-game series. It starts at 6, so Baltimore baseball tonight. Bob Haney and Mike Bordick at 5. Trade deadline six days away. Perfect time to bring back onto the program. You know him from The Athletic, MLB on Fox. Also, one Jason Locken for his mentor. It's Ken Rosenthal. And Ken, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, so let's get into it. With six days uh, away from the deadline, what are you hearing about the Orioles as potential trades? I don't know that I'm hearing anything that specific. And by the way, first of all, do not hold me responsible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but you're not. In general, the way the industry is right now, it's kind of a waiting game. And I expect the biggest action to come late. I don't expect Tatani to be traded, especially the way the Angels are playing. Mm-hmm. And. The other players that are available just aren't that sexy for the most part, or at least those players known to be available. There might be guys that really we haven't heard much about who could go. So the Orioles are like virtually every other team right now, surveying the market, getting prices, and waiting. And we may see a couple of moves, even a handful of moves, before Monday. But I don't know. It just seems this is a slow-developing one, as they usually are. And it's going to come down to the end. Kenny, I guess as we inch closer to this, I've found myself thinking more and more about the possibility of the Orioles in particular because they, they're of their deep and wide prospect base, um, maybe getting shopping twice with the same team. You know, okay, like thinking really big, Snell hater. Or maybe it's Bellinger and Stroman. Because some of these teams are going to want to probably try to get maybe a little deeper into that prospect pool. Um, and the fact that the Orioles have so many who who are appealing. You know what I mean? Or it's Giolito and, you know, Graveman or, or some other, you know, relief arm. Am I crazy to think that a dynamic like that could emerge, especially if there aren't as many out-and-out sellers as we might normally get? You're not crazy to think that, Jason. The problem is, let's just go through the two scenarios you just described. Hater and Snell. I don't think they're moving. Mm. The Padres are in. They're going to stay in. Certainly, they could entertain things, and if they can figure out a way to get better for now and for later by training one of those guys, both the potential free agents, sure, they would consider it. The Cubs, I don't know if they trade Stroman 
and Bellinger or Stroman or Bellinger, whatever they're going to do, because they are kind of mounting a slight push here. Yeah. They're not good, mind you, right. but they might be good enough to shame their front office into keeping those guys. So <laughs> while your idea is certainly valid, it's just not clear if these teams are going to sell. And if they don't sell, what is out there? Right. And that, that's where the problem sets in. And keep in mind, too, the Orioles are not the only team looking for starting pitching. Virtually every contender is looking for starting pitching, and it just makes the whole thing problematic. Ken, what do you see the Mets doing? Obviously, they have this enormous payroll, but they, they don't look very close to, to – they're not winning the division, and it's going to be a tough climb for them to get to the wild card. I see them selling in a modest way. I can't see them moving Scherzer or Verlander because they're owed so much money. They have no trade clauses. And in Scherzer's case, he hasn't been very good. So they can trade David Robertson. They can trade Tommy Pham and Mark Canna and Brooks Raley. They'll get something for those guys, Robertson in particular. But it's an epic failure in New York with that yeah. team. Most expensive team in history, and they're going to end up sellers. That is difficult for them to accept, I'm sure. Maybe they do nothing and just try to play it out with this group. But, man, it's a tough look. How about the Pirates? We've heard different things about them through, I guess, right there. They've kind of had a season in, in three parts, and the third part has been pretty horrendous. Um, do you think they could move color and their closer? or um, And if they do... I guess with them having all of their position prospects who are anywhere close to being major league ready up right now, that they might lean more into the proposition of, of high-end pitching return? Yeah, I think for them to move either of those guys would be really hard. And sure, they'll listen. They have to listen. It's their job to listen. But they're going to set a high price because ultimately, at some point, they have to win too. And they know they're getting to that point, and they can't just keep churning and getting younger every year. That has an end point, right? And let's, for instance, say if the Orioles had gone about it that way for two more years and seen little progress, Mm -hmm. you guys would be losing your minds. Yeah. So that's how it is in Pittsburgh right now. And they see Mitch Keller and Bednar, who is a local, by the way, for them, as part of their next winning teams. And because of that, I have a hard time believing they'll get traded, but neither is signed to a contract extension. Keller has two more years. Bednar three is a conceivable shore. I just think it would take a lot. We're talking to Ken Rosenthal. It's Inside Access here on the fan. You, you said a handful of trades probably get made before Monday. Is, is Lance Lynn one of the first dominoes to fall? Yeah, Bob Nightingale's report from earlier today was accurate that they are indeed talking to – the Rays about Lance Lynn. I wrote about him a couple of days ago and took a lot of crap from people <laughs> saying, oh, this guy stinks. He's not getting traded. Well, look who wants him. The Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers, two of the most pitching-savvy teams yeah. in the game. They obviously see something. He's a guy who can eat innings. He's not a huge difference maker. But the Rays, they're in an interesting position because Zach Eflin left today's yeah. game with the knee issue. And it's almost, almost, getting to the point of no return with their injuries. They've already lost Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen for the season. They can't afford much more. So I don't know if that will inform their thinking at the deadline, but I'm interested to hear just how Eflin comes out of this. 
Well, and I'm guessing part of this is related to Lance Lynn starting tonight and also part of it being he hasn't been as much as his K rates. There's things you could find in him where you're like, that's still pretty elite. He hasn't been as good as Cesar Giolito, right, who are the other guys I'm sure they're getting the most calls on. So would part of it also be let's sort of set the floor on Lance Lynn so we've got that sort of out of the way and as a springboard to these other more coveted pitchers? Because Giolito's definitely gone, right? I mean, there's no way Giolito's yeah. there next yeah. Wednesday. Yes, I, Giolito, yes. I don't expect Cease to go. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what you're saying, Jason, does make some sense because they have so many players to trade. Yeah. It's odd. They're a terrible team, and yet people want their players. <laughs> right. So they have that, and at some point, might not be yet because we're still six days away here, but at some point you do have to get going. You can't just make all the trades in the last half hour yeah. before the deadline. It doesn't work. So, yeah, I can see what you're saying there kind of taking place. Ken, the Orioles take on the Yankees this weekend, and they're uh, an odd team. They one of the just, games on Fox. Yeah, one of the games. You guys are going to be here for that game this this yep. weekend. What what are the Yankees to do here? Because Jason always refers to it as a Frankenstein kind of roster. They they don't have a lot of great athletes, and then Judge with Judge hurt, they're really frankly not that good. And the pitching they paid for, other than Cole, has been bad. Right, and. I have a hard time believing they'll sell. They don't have much to sell. No. So from a buying perspective, yeah, they'll probably try to do some things. My goodness, they need a left fielder. The guy that just got hurt with the Orioles could have been a left fielder, but it didn't work out. Yep. And at the same time, they've spent a ton of money already, $275 million. And Hal Steinbrenner takes a lot of heat in New York, and not without reason for not spending enough, but – if you're Hal Steinbrenner, you're going to invest more in this team? Right. Eh, I'm not so sure. You're going to expend prospects on this team? Eh, I don't know about that either. So I expect them to do some things and hope that with Judge coming back and maybe Jonathan Lewis is going to come an addition or two, then they'll take off again. But, man, it's hard to see. Are you surprised they've, like, gone as far down this road with Volpe as they have? Like, I mean – I get it. He got a little ten day bump from the chicky parm, but the, uh, I mean, it's just I I find it. I, I kind of chuckle at it. Like we're it's almost to August, and he's got a six fifty OPS, and it's I just feel like they're trying to sell me something that my eyes don't see. Well, they really believe in him, and that's the bottom line. It, it, it's not like they're propping him up for a trade or something like that. I mean, it, performance wouldn't help that. No, in any way. So when you say they're trying to snow you over, I don't think. That's the case. They seem to think he is strong enough mentally and will figure it out on the field that this is the proper course. Now, they may be right. They may be wrong. Everything I've heard about this kid and seen from this kid is positive, Mm -hmm. even though he has not performed to this point. And listen, you guys know this, and you're going to see it with some of the Orioles' young players. It's not always linear, the progression. Guys go up, they go down, they don't meet expectations always. Maybe that will be him, but they are really bullish on him. And I don't expect that to change. Obviously, it hasn't changed yet. I don't expect it to change anytime soon. Last thing for you, Ken, before we let you go. Uh, we mentioned that you, Fox will be calling the game Saturday, Orioles and Yankees, and just your thoughts as we sit here over 100 games in, this Oriole team, in your mind, how real are they as we, as we, we expect them to be in the postseason? They're totally real. Now, they need pitching, starting pitching in particular, in my opinion, to get 
where they want to be, mm-hmm. but can I see them winning the division and finishing with the best record in the league? Obviously, that's where they are now. I can see it with reinforcements. And the thing about them, we saw it with Gunner this year, right? Started off slow, and he got better. You might see that with Kowser. You might see it with other guys, too. And there's upside there, even with where they are now. The pitching is going to be the question. And I'm excited to see them Saturday. I've not seen them in person. I've not done a game at Camden Yards for Fox in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be really cool, and it would be nice to be back. It's just a very exciting team. It's a fun team to watch. They have a good way about them. They also have seemingly that it factor. Yeah. And it's hard to say a team this young knows how to win, but they have shown that they can do some things along those lines. So it's just very impressive overall. Ken Rosenthal, he'll be at uh, the Oriole Park at Cam Yards this Saturday. MLB on Fox game, Orioles and Yankees. Also check out his work in The Athletic. Ken, thank you as always for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You the man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.